You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, our players are going to play in the game. So we we know what uh, everyone you know thinks of our team, and and uh, that's okay by us, right? Our our goal is to go out there and play the best game we can possibly play, uh, but that's going to have zero effect on this game. What other opinions, you know, the opinions of others is not going to matter. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, J-Rod, and Nick Ashew with you on a Wednesday. Dan Lanning, head coach of Oregon, who used to be at Georgia. He says no one in Vegas is going to play in this game on Saturday when Georgia plays Oregon. He's right about that. They aren't. Uh, But they make the lines, though, that we talk about. And right now, Oregon is sitting as a 16-and-a-half-point dog against Georgia in this game. J-Rod, we we mentioned this a couple days ago. It's basically a home game for Georgia. This game's going to be played in Atlanta. And this is a, I mean, a really tricky spot for the Oregon Oregon Ducks to go out there with a new coach, trying to go out there, new, you know, trying to make sure he resets the program in his image against a Georgia team that does have a lot of change, but it's still the same head coach, Kirby Smart. It's still the same quarterback as last year. It's Stetson Bennett. I mean, there's a reason this is a uh, 16.5-point number for this game Saturday night. All right, but don't hear J-Rod, but Nick – 16 and good, a half making points. sure that wasn't just me. <laughs> no, no, no. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Listen, Most of us are good. The only, yeah, the, the only concern that you'd obviously have with Georgia is that that historically great defense that allowed 10 points a game has a ton of guys sent off to the NFL now. So you maybe question, okay, even if, they, even if they're a defense that this year on average allows like 15, 16 points a game, they're still going to be a dominant program competing for a national title. I, I, I just I find it almost impossible right now. I think it's Georgia on a landslide in that game. I think Georgia easily covers and Oregon gets a wake up call real quick. It doesn't mean that they're not going to have a good season this year, but Georgia is just head and shoulders better as a program, especially with a lot of returning guys on the offensive side of the football as well for them. So yeah, give me Georgia to cover in that one. So Nick, as we look forward to Week One and the season, you know we'll throw out some futures thoughts here. It could be conferences player, Heisman, wherever we want to go. But one thing I wanted to throw at you because. We haven't discussed this yet. You would, you and I would on the show. I think it's fascinating this year, the gap between what is perceived to be the top two or three and then everybody else. ESPN had an article this morning. I didn't mm-hmm. get a chance to read it yet, but they said they have the 20 teams that could win a national title. I think that's really high. That's not going to happen. But look at the odds right now. Alabama, Ohio State. People think those are locks to make the, the playoff. I would agree with that. Georgia, probably right they lost a lot but they they reload they're probably pretty close to a lock to be involved to make the playoff after that nick you could throw out five six seven eight nine ten teams that could easily fourth team and now are any of these teams going to win the title most likely not but where would you go because i mean i'm clemson eight to one 
I think they've gone backwards as a program the last couple of years. I don't trust the quarterback. USC 20 to 1. I mean, seriously, I'm going to try. Lincoln Riley, if he could turn this around that fast, he's one of the great coaches ever in college football. I think it's going to take a little more time. AM 25 to 1. And then you go down to the 50 range to win the title. But like we're talking about teams in the mix for the playoff. What, what stands out to you there in that, that fourth spot to make the playoff? Well, first off, yeah, I'm not going to get baited into USC. I like them. Actually, their win total, if you if you get it at nine and a half, it depends on the books have started to change this a little bit because there's a lot of money coming in on USC. If you can get them under nine and a half, I would do that. That's still a, a five-game improvement from last year. But you're getting baited, right? You're getting baited into like the Lakers or the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl every year. Like pump the brakes. It's going to be a much better season this year for that team. But defensively, USC still has a lot to be desired. Now, they went out on the free agent market in college football and just loaded up <laughs> offensively. So they're going to be fun to watch. They may put up a ton of points this year, but I'm giving USC and Lincoln Riley at least a year to build this program up compared to everybody already throwing them out there as a team that's a, you know, national title contender. Clemson, you obviously are at least questioning, but then the, you know, you think, "Okay, well they they won 10 games last year." Okay, but are they going to have a quarterback controversy this year? Are you going to be comfortable with the quarterback play that they have? Are they going to be bringing in uh Club Nick, the new freshman at some point to get out there and take some snaps? I actually, if you're looking for a little more of a long shot, I like Oklahoma to win the Big 12. And I think they might be one of those four teams that you should at least consider right now. Brett Venables is going to make that program better defensively, taking you know his, his system and his mindset coming over from Clemson now as the head coach in Oklahoma. And Dylan Gabriel, the quarterback from UCF, who put up huge numbers last year. Not only is he going to be the starter, because he's one of the 22 transfer quarterbacks that's starting in Division I college football this year, but not only did Gabriel come over from UCF, but his offensive coordinator did too. So he's going to be in the same type of system, working with the same coach. He's actually a decent long shot to win Heisman. But on top of that, Oklahoma, I would at least... One, I like I like the over on their win total, but two, because of the fact that we have parity in the third and fourth spot, it's looking like right now, obviously, all things considered, uh, in the college football playoff, I would at least look at Oklahoma as a team that has an outside shot. Yeah, yeah my concern with my concern with Oklahoma is just it's 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 all new for them, new coach, new quarterback, yeah. you know, and they lost and they lost a pretty significant chunk of their defense. You know, they got a new coordinator for that, you know, and Big Twelve is crazy. The 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 one that in terms of a value, what about Utah? We talked about it, you know, and, and at the end of the day, this Saturday when they play Florida, that'll decide everything. But there's so much at stake for Utah, for the Pac-12. for the Pac You know, their, their relevance, especially with USC and UCLA bolting out the door. Utah, they win this game. Maybe they can be that fourth team. Why not, you know? And and at 50-1 to one to win the national championship, uh, that's, that's a little pizza and beer money right there. <laughs> well, it is. Uh... I, I, I go to the Big 12, though. Like what you said, uh, Nick, I, I think whoever – I like Utah, but if not them, whoever the heck gets out of the Big 12, they're going to get a little bump there. Is it Oklahoma? I mean, we had Ken – I know you worked with Ken recently. We had Ken Barkley on the show last week, and he mentioned Texas. If Texas has a big year, I mean, you know that the college football committee would love Texas back on the national stage, especially as they're getting yeah. ready to go back – go to the SEC. Like, they'd get that push. One that I'm, I'm not putting in the mix – I don't think Notre Dame repeats as good as they were last year. Notre Dame's coming backwards this year. First year head coach, new quarterback. I'm where where are you on Notre Dame? They're they're big dogs, obviously, this weekend against Ohio State. 
we don't know what it's going to be like under a new head coach. And that's one of the big things that I, I, you know, I worry about with Brian Kelly now off to LSU. They could be a similar program, but is the, is the system, is the mindset, is the, is anything going to be different? Now there's nothing that's telling you they won't try and continue the success that Brian Kelly had there, but I'm just always, I'm cautious at least. And I know it's, it's contradicting a little bit because I just talked about Oklahoma and Brett Venables and, and, you know, Oklahoma being a team to at least look at to maybe jump in, but you just always have to be careful and find maybe other reasons besides just that head coach. If you're, if you're a little concerned about a new head coach and what that program is going to look like, you know, you want to find three or four other positive additions to that program as well that make you feel comfortable, which is why I lean towards maybe an Oklahoma as a surprise jump in over a team like Notre Dame. Yeah, and that I'd I'd rather be on Oklahoma too. All right, let's let's jump to Heisman here. Heisman, look, no one wins this in back to back years, Nick. You know, Bryce Young, nope. he's, he's gonna be a first round pick, but I don't think he wins the Heisman trophy. CJ Stroud, the favorite to win it, but we often don't get the favorites winning either. Where are you looking? I mean, Will Anderson, uh, J Rod brought his name up earlier before the show. He's the best I think he might be the best player in college football. But again, defensive yeah. players, disadvantage. So I think there's some value here if, if you can hit it, if, right? If we could hit the right guy, you could probably find a pretty decent number and hit the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, I that, that's the hard part is the back-to-back. It's going to be difficult for somebody like Bryce Young to be able to do it again because, again, it goes to the MVP voting, like I said earlier, right? There is a, there's also a narrative that's involved in this award as well. C.J. Stroud is most likely going to win this if Ohio mm-hmm. State has a great season because he's a quarterback, and we know that quarterbacks win this award the most. Will Anderson may be the best player in college football. Maybe he gets an invite out of respect. We, we, we've seen that happen before with defensive players. But I, I just I, – it feels like wasted money to me because if Alabama's back in the national championship game, obviously we'll know beforehand what the voting is and who wins. But if they're that team and they're who we expect out of Alabama – I would actually lean towards Jameer Gibbs, their running back transfer from Georgia Tech. He's a, well, you can get him around you know, 20 to 1. He could have a monster, monster season. In an offense, by the way, that we know, running backs can have significant success at Alabama. And if they're winning in Alabama, and Bryce Young has already won the award, Jameer Gibbs is the one that's kind of the next guy up to get that. And we saw this with USC before. You, know, you have a Matt Leinert one year. You have Reggie Bush. And although Reggie Bush didn't actually win, remember, so we, we we pretend that that never happened. But there's an opportunity here now where it's let's still recognize what Alabama's done as a team, but you lean towards a Jameer Gibbs at, say, 25-1 to 1 here with a, a, at least a little more value on a team that's most likely going to have a couple of finalists there for Heisman. Well, here's a kind of a wild card. What about Caleb Williams? You know, if USC can turn it around, if Lincoln Riley can turn it around and they go out there, it's L.A., West Coast, they're not going to be a Pac-12 after dark. They're going to be on prime time and in the afternoon. If they start lighting it up Lincoln Riley style, maybe that's something they, they that's into the equation. I mean, he's been at 9-1. to one, It's dropped a little bit. Caleb Williams might be a, a good option as well. I mean, I wouldn't rule out him playing really well. You're not getting a great number on him, though, right? He's six to one. He's yeah. one of the favorites. Right? He's the third favorite to win this thing. I could see him playing really well. It's interesting, Nick. You brought up a running back because I wonder mm-hmm. if that's the sweet spot. You know, when a guest earlier brought up the Wisconsin running back to us, it's the year of the quarterback. But I wonder if you know. Often we yeah. say that, and then those guys disappoint. Maybe they're not as great. And, and I always think touchdowns in, in college football are like, who gets them, right? Ohio State's going to score a million points. Who gets in the end zone is going to get a lot of credit, even though it's the whole offense. I, you you might be honest something with running backs. I was looking at Trayvon Henderson, the running back from yes. Ohio State. Yep. Stroud could be great, but if Henderson has 23 touchdowns, 
he's going to go to that presentation in New York City. He's going to be part of that mix. So maybe that's the way to do it. Maybe we look for some running backs down the board. And also to keep in mind, too, the top three favorites are all quarterbacks, and they're going to be compared to each other. So every right. little thing that they do wrong is going to be under a spotlight, under a microscope. And I cross off Bryce Young because he's already won it. It's just going to be so difficult. So it's down to you know a C.J. Stroud or a Caleb Williams. Well, okay, they have one bad game. They're compared to each other. If you get consistency out of Jameer Gibbs, uh, Travion Henderson, and here's another one for you, Bijan Robinson with, the, with Texas. There's somebody that's going to be a big, big part of their offense. We've already seen that before. And if Texas has a really good year, which like Ken, you said, predicted last week, he likes, I know he likes Texas in the Big 12. If that happens, then that's more votes and more attention on somebody like Bijan Robinson. There's a lot of talented running backs right now in college football, and they've got an opportunity to sneak into this now too. Yeah, and B. John Robinson gets the extra boost of already being kind of famous. I mean, people already think he's a first-round pick in the NFL. There's not many backs that get to yep. be first-round picks. So he's got that, like, everyone's yep. saying his name and will be next year in the NFL. That's a fun one. NFL, excuse me, college football futures, and week one starts tomorrow. Nick, thank you for joining. We'll have you on again tomorrow. Nick Ashley will be with us tomorrow from 10 to 11 Eastern once again. We'll do some baseball coming up next hour right here on the Beck All Network.